I got friends only wanna talk business. I got expenses, cause when is expensive. I got expenses, cause when is expensive. I've been reading out of work. And I've been shutting down the stars. Cause when it rains and it pours. Yeah. And I'm ready for some more. Yeah. And I've been reading out of work. And I've been shutting down the stars. And welcome to Put That Coffee Down, the Freight Sales Show for Closers. My name's Kevin Hill. I'm your host on this special episode, audio-only original podcast, not a TV show. We're going to sit down and have a great conversation with Joe Hendricks here at Freight Waves. He's a senior digital marketing executive, and we're going to talk about 2023 and and marketing and advertising and what kind of economy that we're, we're, we're in right now and where we might be headed and how to make the most out of your marketing budget, your dollars, that whole process. So without further ado, Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Kevin. Happy Friday. It is a Friday here uh, in Freight Alley or around Freight Alley, I, yeah. I should say. So it's, it's, been a, it's been a great week. You had a good, good week? Yeah, it's been a good week. It's been, uh, you know, it's it's renewal season, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, organizations, uh, it's like conversation after conversation, looking into 2023 and reflecting on 2022 and all the things that we've learned and uh, or all the things we think we learned, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, from a marketing and, and, and advertising perspective, uh, by the way, I got to tell you this, I absolutely love the glasses. It, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's, 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 it's powerful. It's like it's like it's like a it's a, it's your thing, man. It just fits great. Oh, thank you very much. I've been uh, you know over the last year. I think I went to the eye doctor about a year ago, and they said you need glasses. I couldn't read anything, and now I've just been trying to experiment with with the right glasses, and, and maybe I found it. No, you listen, man. You, you're knocking this out of the park. You got to keep it. You got to you got to you got to do it, especially on Freightways TV. Just just that, that's your, that's your that's your thing. I have validated it. If no one else is telling you, you need to go with it. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thank you very much. Um, now, Joe, you've been with Freight Waves about as long as I have, really. I mean, I think you were hired the same month, yeah. maybe. I think within a couple of weeks. So yeah, a little, uh, what yeah. three and a half years, something like that. Yeah, yeah, a little over three years. Yeah, which is ancient history in in Freight Waves. I mean, that, <laughs> it it's like the old, old guard thing. here. Right? Yeah, okay. old. old uh, I, I don't know whether that's good or bad or indifferent, but, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, I mean, you know, freight waves stood up in, in 2018. So, uh, you know, uh, I don't care if you're the most, you know, you know, badass startup in the world, you know, the, everything's going to start, you know, slow and wild and crazy. And until it, you know, you get your feet underneath you and you, you turn from a startup to a scale up. And, um, I came in right around the time that things were just, uh, you know, the economy was just rocking i mean it was just banging right and uh and we just took off and you know i remember coming in and freightways had gosh maybe 700 800,000 you know unique visitors a month to, to freightwaves.com um and then you know looking at it today you know 3 years later my mind is blown because we're in the 3 million a month you know 3.5 million a month total uh ecosystem, you know, you know, unique viewers a month. And, um, you know, that's to, to, to have this wave for the last three years and be a part of that and have my fingerprint on that is something to be proud of for sure. Yeah. 
It is. It's it's it's, it's a good feeling. I, I know it from <clears throat> you're talking about page views. Whenever I was running the the editorial team, you know, two million used to be a good month, right? Two million is about halfway through the month now, and it's, it's yeah. just amazing to see. Yeah, total page views. I think the last three months we were trending at like five and a half million page views or six yeah. million page. I mean, uh, arguably we're the voice of the freight market at this point, and there's a responsibility to that. And uh, you know, one of the things I, I have said about you know this this sort of pandemic, you know, COVID era, right? Um, arguably we're out of it. Um, you know, during that time, people turned inward to freight waves and and said, you know, you know, well, we're 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 in a we're in a a mess we've never been in before. You know, help us navigate this thing. What what can we do? And I guess from a marketing seat and advertising and you know B two B you know business, our, I said, okay, look, we're going to get everybody in the same room. Keep talking. Keep talking to each other. Get everybody in the same room, even if it's a virtual room. Keep talking to each other. So. Um, I think that we were uh, tasked with that, uh, and I think we did. I, you know, if I can give myself my own grade here, and, and us as an organization, and you were part of that ride, you know, too, Kevin. Is you know, I think we came out with a with an with an A minus. You know, so I, I think that's not bad. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't perfect. One is, but um, but I uh, we um, you know, we I think we we offered back an opportunity uh, to help. Uh, organizations uh, stay relevant. And, and I mean, of course, look, you know, at when this thing launched out of the gate in March of 2020, we had no idea that this thing, you know, this, that supply chain mm-hmm. was going to become a household word. Right. I mean, that's um, uh, it, we, you know, we didn't know. Uh, and um, so our, our growth was, was pretty substantial during that period. It was, you know, and you mentioned it wasn't perfect. Perfection is the enemy of profitability. And Absolutely. it's probably the enemy uh, of, of marketing too, right? You're never going to find perfection. Is. You just need to, to go out and put your chips where you think they're going to pay off and go for it. It is. I would, I would even, I would even just piggyback off of what you just said is, is perfection is the enemy of innovation, mm-hmm. right? You, exactly. you, you can, if you are not willing to charge forward and you get stuck in those details to the, you, you're going to get paralyzed. Right. And, and, it, and it, that's, uh, that's not helpful. And it's also not profitable to your point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm um, going into a, a, a bear economy. 2023 looks to be a bear economy, right? And marketing budgets are going to get hit, you know, um, the economy is uncertain and this is, this is where innovation happens you know when there are blood in the streets that's the time to go out and and innovate and sometimes uh you you have to innovate when you don't well certainly that's when you innovate when you don't have everything that you need you know you don't have the money you need maybe or you don't have the other resources you need so you have to get creative uh, about that was it invention is the mother of necessity and yeah. this is when when things are created that you know processes are created or you know applications are, are created um, that that takes you through the next bull market is being creative and, and maximizing what you have in front of you. Absolutely. Look here. There's you know C suite CEOs, you know entrepreneurs. Uh, the the reality is is that when you go into a bear market. 
you pay attention to the news a whole lot more than you do in a bull market, right? A bull market, you, you are, you've, you've, you've turned inward to your prospects. You've turned inward to your, uh, to how you solve problems in the industry. You are, you've got a wind beneath your back, right? Or, or you know, it, it's, Tell it's just a totally different mindset, but what in, in these bear markets, you pay attention to the news a whole lot more than you do when things are going great. And to your point, it, it's one of the biggest traps I think you can have is the perception that your organization is on the same track as the market. And that may not be the case at all. And you can get stuck in this, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of leadership and, and marketing managers get stuck in a, um, you know, sometimes a volatile um, relationship when things were going great and the money was there and marketers, you know, um, as a marketer, you know, look, just cut into the chase. We love we love investing marketing dollars, right? We love in, we love spending money uh, and 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 creating things, right? Um, uh, and none of it's free. It, it it takes it takes it takes actual dollars to get that done. And when things have the perception of going in the wrong direction, I, you know, those there's some tense things that can happen. You know, with uh, you know, with CEOs and, 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 and leadership and marketing managers. So I thought we'd just cover that a little bit as, as to kind of how, you know, both sides can have, uh, you know, both sides are really going to have to work hard in, in 2023 uh, on their relationship. Uh, C-suite uh, is going to have to, you know, if you're, if you're pulling back marketing dollars away from the marketing manager, are you also, uh, are you also mindful about, your, your demand on the organization growth, right? So if you're taking some, if you're taking a couple of keys off that key ring from your marketing managers, are you also giving them, you know, you're giving them some, uh, uh, to room to kind of work through that, right? That, that, that demand is, is, is also softened a little bit. Um, I, I so I thought we'd talk through some of that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can. And I, I kind of, I talk about this on the, on the show quite a bit is, you know, it's a down freight market. Uh, a lot of capacity out there. Otri outbound tender rejection index is four point two percent, which is almost nothing, right? You can find the truck. Now is the time to develop those carrier relationships. Now's the time to be on the phone, get that stable of quality carriers. So when capacity tightens up again and you're looking for a truck, you already have those relationships in place to capitalize on that bull market. I, there's a lot of analogies in my mind to marketing as well. It's now time to go out and really outspend your competition. I mean, and that's just my my philosophy of it. It's, it's time to go out and and saturate the market. You know, maybe not outspend, outspend, but certainly saturate the market as everyone else is is pulling back. It's time to go out and go head steam and develop those prospects, that notoriety, that tension. That when the market turns, like it always does, you're in the driver's seat. You're not playing catch up trying to get to that point. You're already there and you can capitalize on that bull market. But that's just me on my soapbox, you know. Yeah, listen, it, it, uh, it's a it's a real soapbox, right? I mean, it, it, it's what you're talking about is um, is very real. Uh, over the last couple of months, as we started to talk with our own partners at Freightways, our external partners that – uh, have been with us, you know, for in advertising for for uh, in marketing capacity, you know, for 
you know, for several years, I'm, I'm coming up on, you know, four years of these relationships. And so I've seen, I've seen it over a period of time, right. From a, from mm-hmm. a bull to a bear. Um, and you know, it's interesting to me because some of the conversations that I'll, I'll have with uh, marketers is, Hey, our, our, but our budget, our budget for marketing has shifted. Right. And some of them say, well, it's shifting. You know, I don't have as much marketing dollars as I did. And some are saying I have more than I did before. Mm-hmm. And so when you start dissecting that a little bit, there's a couple of, there's a couple of, of identifiers of, of, as to why, well, why, why is that the case? Why is one organization? And, and look, you would think that it's enterprise organizations that are, you know, you know, got cash flow to them and, you know, got stuff in, you know, got money in reserves, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not necessarily the case. So, you know, you've got smaller, very, uh, you know, hungry uh, scale ups out there that are um, willing to put the put the pedal down when when even when perception is that things are you know, we're going into this, you know, <laughs> catastrophic market in 2023 where where as I watch my 401k and everyone else has go down. So, it, you know, it, it, you you you're wondering kind of what what is what is the you know, what is the difference? And it's all about mindset. It's 100% mm-hmm. starts with an attitude. It starts with relationship. It starts with culture. These things are affected by how you decide what your marketing budget is. The other thing too, is, is that there's, you know, you get trapped in these places where you look at your marketing budget and you forget that, that you're the one that assigned that number, right? And so, like, your marketing budget didn't knock on your door with eminent domain and say, it's time it's time to remove the commas and zeros. Like, you are in control of that. Um, the Small Business Administration, and I, I saw this years ago um, when I started working with uh, – I, I started, actually, Kevin, in selling advertising and radio. Uh, locally here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, right. you know, I would, you know, talk to small business owners and, um, and, and uh, this is kind of how I got started in this. Uh, but, uh, you know, you you would talk to um, uh, some of the small business owners and, and they would, uh, you know, that the small business administration says, look at your P&L, put a line item in for marketing and advertising and do not move it. Uh, consider it the same as the light bill. Just put it in there and, 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 and don't be willing to move it. Set, uh, set eight to 12% of your gross profit as your marketing budget and never come off of that. And so when we look at these organizations that are spending heavily when things are great, uh, you know, and then look and and then, uh, you know, want to pull away from that when things are, you know, um, when things are have the perception of, of going in the other direction, um, you know that that to me is not not a well defined line item. That's 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 a lot of emotion and fear and all these things that can creep into our thinking and our attitudes. And uh, well, I think it's one hundred percent. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, what it, I see. So. Yeah, it's one hundred percent fear and uncertainty. Um, because if we look at it mathematically, right? We talk about the emotion. We just talked about the emotion mathematically. I don't think there's a marketing person or a C-level person that's going to say that marketing does not drive sales. There's no correlation between marketing and sales, right? So if you're expecting uh, a bearish 
market harder to make sales. Cutting marketing kind of is a, almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm going to cut my marketing budget in anticipation of falling sales. Well, by by cutting that budget, you, you're you're giving the, the odds, uh, greater odds, much greater odds for for your sales to fall, right? It's, it's hard to grow sales in a tough market as you're cutting your marketing budget. I, I just mathematically it doesn't make sense, but well, because it's all based on fear, uncertainty, um, doubt, FUD, right? Is what they, they, they used to call it, right? Fear, uncertainty, and, and doubt. Uh, and you've kind of in a lot of ways done it to yourself. Absolutely. Hope is not a strategy, right? Uh, like you, you, it's not an old boss told me that years ago, um, when I was, you know, starting out, uh, uh, you know, selling advertising and, and working marketing capacities. Um, uh, it is, it is a hundred percent, you know, factual based, right? It's facts, right? You, you, it, it, hope is not a strategy. Emotions are not a strategy. Fear of a market, uh, in front of you is not a strategy. Um, it, it's it's important Nor is jubilation to re- on a, a bull market, right? Jubilation about a yes. bull market is not a strategy either. Totally, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, maybe uh, maybe my boss here at Freightways would kill me for saying this, but you can actually overmarket when things are great. You can, you have, and and uh, you know, uh, when you when you look at political uh, uh, campaigns and and the money that they bring in. Uh, and how they make decisions, uh, you know, and have for years on looking at markets, and um, you know, uh, the, you got a two-party system here, and it, you know, if, you, if you're looking at a Senate race and you've got a Democrat candidate, a, a Republican candidate, and the money flows in, you have enough. I mean, the money's there, right? I mean, it's there, mm-hmm. and and uh, you you don't want to overspend in uh, particular markets because once you've saturated the market, right? You, um, you know, uh, that next commercial is, is just sort of, you know, it's on deaf ears, right? So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's important even when it's going great to look at things again, it, if you, if you, if you, if you're disciplined to put a line item in your marketing or in your, you know, P and L's, and, uh, I, I'm kind of saying this from more from a small business perspective, but everyone kind of gets the point here. If you look at your marketing and you assign it a percentage of gross uh, gross revenue, and you never are willing to waver from that. You uh, you not only will build you know build brand equity and brand position when things are great, but you won't be in a you, you won't listen to those those uh, cobwebs that get in your head right when things are not going good. You'll be disciplined enough to spend that same percentage. When the, when uh, you know when the bear comes out, right, and um, and that will uh, that will that will keep, like you said, to your point, Kevin, new business conversations stop when you know when leadership stops investing mm-hmm. in their brand, right, and if new business conversations slow down, like you said, sales will slow down, and those are those are those are recipes for things that are not good, right. So very much so. I, I totally agree. Let, let's talk about marketing budget. So you, you you always talk about the difference between operational and and marketing, and what's operational and what's yep. marketing. Um, so let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah. So uh, a business owner had said this to me a few years ago. He's he's like, I don't consider my website a, a, a marketing budget. 
That's an operational budget, uh, budget. And it just was like total chill bump factor when he said it to me, because it's right. You can't even, you can't be a business without a website, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't, I mean, it's just not, not in 2023, not in the digital world. Now you, 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 you can't have external marketing uh, processes and, and uh, foster that foster your brand without a website. So, you know, when you're looking at things from, uh, when when you go into a place into where, where you have some expectation and you're doing some strategic planning for for uh, for for those times that are that are uh, you're you know looking at a bear market looking at things when they're when they're uh, uh, unpredictable uh, and you start to kind of like you know dissect things a little bit cl- more clear um, one of the things you can you can make a uh, you know clear and uh, concise decision on is is move your website if it's in a marketing budget and, and move it move it out of there move it into operational consider that the things that you do on your on your uh, website uh, as as uh, operational in things that there, there are no options it is just like the just like any other uh, expense in uh, in your operations you've got to maintain that uh, website you've got to have uh, uh, you know, good branding, good logo uh, presence. Uh, don't you know? Move that thing out of there, uh, and and think about marketing as uh, things that bring new business conversations. When you when you put this you know put this amount of money into a, an investment fund and expect a ten you know a tenfold return on it, that's the kind of thing you should be thinking about marketing with. Uh, so those those are things that are helpful when you're when you're. Um, uh, dissecting and, and looking at, at ways that you can uh, rearrange uh, your, your uh, you know, all of your numbers going into um, some unpredictable times. Mm-hmm. What about, what about brand equity? Uh, what bucket does it fall into? And, and some other things that, that might, might be operational, but I don't know where, you know, brand equity, explain to me how that's not marketing, that's operational. Yeah. So here, here's the reality. If you look down right now on uh, everything that you've got on right now, Kevin, that you're wearing right now, uh, it's a brand, right? Everything that you've got on, everything that I've got on. I've got a J. Crew, uh, you know, I guess it's a little hoodie or whatever. I got, I got this new v- Viore pants that I, I ordered or whatever. It's all a brand. Uh, and uh, when you think about the transportation industry and logistics industry, freight markets, and all those things. Uh, now more than ever, people are gravitating towards brands, and so your brands can be defined. Uh, and look, I'm not in the dark. I know that brand and websites, and, and you know, brand is an extension of a website, and all of that. You know, there's hand holding that goes there, right? Uh, but in terms of uh, in terms of brand equity, um, you if you build it, they will come. So when you think about um, companies in this in this space, transportation, freight tech, logistics, three PLs, who are some of the um, the brand builders out there that maybe you work with, maybe you don't? Yeah, it's a good question. I think in twenty twenty three, at this point, uh, transportation and freight markets have come to a place where uh, you know brands brands win. Right, everything that you've got on right now. Uh, everything you're wearing is a brand, right? We don't even think about it. We just, but, but everything we have is a brand. We bought it for, we we gravitated towards it. Uh, And, and uh, when I came into this industry, uh, I was, you know, 
I, I was just so surprised at, at how how brands uh, in the transportation industry, uh, you know, they're you know the, the ones that brand and invest in thought leadership, they invest in awareness, they educate before they sell, right? Uh, they pick the right external partners. They have the right uh, marketing folks internally that invest from an internal perspective too on, on the different uh, uh, different parts of uh, uh, you know writing blogs or you know all the different things. Brands win always. Uh, they're the ones with the, the, the that even when uh, there's volatile times in an economy, uh, they're still having you know great conversations. Um, I love I love working with surge transportation at freight waves. Uh, they have consistently, uh, 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 you know, put their, put their brand, uh, you know, in front of their customer in, in inside of, uh, inside of freight waves, um, that they have, um, they've got, they've done everything right. Right. So they've, they've done, they've done the thought leadership they've done, uh, you know, they've had, uh, their CEO, uh, Omar Singh in, you know, speak directly to their prospects directly to uh the freight market um they are um they're they're unavoidable because of how much they've invested in 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 um in their external partnerships and uh in in the channels in which that they have carried their message to yeah yeah i'm a huge fan you know i mean omar is our boy anyway and um but he's done it so well it's it's like for what two years now three years he's just ever omnipresent right i mean and with a very systematic way of doing it and he's built that brand um, over these years through not only through FreightWaves, but through a lot of different channels and different markets and, and doing different things, you know, showing up to every conference. Do, you know, there's there's other things that you do to be on point on that brand. And he has uh, he's made it a point to, to execute on that. And you can you can see it paying off. I mean, it's it's really amazing. It is. Uh, he's uh, he's gregarious. Right. He's he's, he's able mm-hmm. to. Uh, be the face of the company. I think that's very important. Listen, you don't have to be as if if you are in a midsize brokerage or you are in a startup. You do not have to be uh, like we talked about on the on the front end of our storytelling time here. You don't have to be perfect. A matter of fact, being perfect is uh, is uh, you know it, it has a kryptonite with it, right? And so it, it uh, sounds too uh, too PR and too uh, too too scripted, too staged, right? Too perfect, too yeah. boring, really. I mean, it, a good story is is what Dooner and I talk about this all the time. You come on with the truck, and you just talk talk shop or not talk shop, but talk about your your company in jargon. Uh, you're not very memorable. You come in with a great story. You might not even talk about what you do whatsoever. You come in with a great story. You're memorable. People will find out what you do. Yeah, absolutely. You're hitting the nail on the head. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on, Kevin, is is uh, how you can empower your employees uh, in in marketing, not just your marketing external partnerships and the, you know the, the financial investments and all those all those different things to, but, to where everyone's um, a marketer yeah absolutely. everyone's LinkedIn. public facing everyone is saturating yeah. that market yeah linkedin is an absolute uh marketing uh you know gold mine uh for an for an organization uh you know I, you know c-suite you know leadership all you guys uh incur- not only encourage 
uh, and talk about and, and uh, you know, uh, you know, get your employees to uh, you know, build up their, their LinkedIn equity and, and, and just connect with people that they meet, connect people that they, that they want to meet um, and encourage them to, uh, to post often uh, and talk about uh, the things that are going on in the organization. So, I mean, if you look right now at my LinkedIn, I think I've got, you know, 1100, you know, contacts here. I mean, uh, I post, you know, pretty consistently uh, and, and reference and, and tag, you know, tag freight waves. Uh, and so, you know, particularly going into uh, a season like uh, 2023, like like we expect, this is an opportunity where uh, you can uh, capitalize on your external partnerships uh, by, you know, empowering your, you know, uh, your own uh, employees to be uh, uh, getting out there and engaging and, and talking about the company. Um, one of the things I've, I have, you know, talking to colleagues and, you know, uh, older colleagues too, in other organizations um, is that they have anxiety about posting and uh, on LinkedIn uh, and, and talking about the organization. Am I, I going to say something wrong or am I going to use the wrong numbers or, you know, those kinds of things. And I really think leadership take a responsibility here and saying, listen, uh, don't be in fear of, of talking, you know, uh, in depth about, your position and your role and the things that are going on in the organization. Obviously, if you want to draw a line in the sand on some things that, I mean, obviously that makes, you know, perfect sense. Uh, but it's not, it, I think it's, you know, it, it's not enough just to, just to give them permission, like use the, use your voice as leadership in your organization to encourage them to, uh, to, to post and post often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're exactly right. I mean, uh, you shouldn't live in fear in that way, right? Mistakes will be made. Usually they're they're minor in the, the grand scheme of things. I mean, one of the, the things about having a podcast or creating a podcast or doing something like that is you should make a lot of mistakes early, right? You know, here at Freight Waves TV, you know, the GoPro, we made a, a ton of mistakes, but very few people <laughs> see it, right? Not until right. you get that following, do a lot of people see a mistake? And by that point, you're comfortable with it. Um, but yeah, yeah the anxiety, yeah. I, I used to have anxiety years ago, posting something on LinkedIn or getting in front of a camera or whatever. Um, the more you do it, the less nervous you get about it. Yeah. Listen, I've, I've, I've made the mistake. I've posted the wrong, uh, you know, as I think it was posted, uh, it was a few months back posted, you know, um, I used the word monthly or, or, or so I, so I obviously mm-hmm. did something that wasn't correct. And, and you know, like I, I got a nudge, I got a little nudge. <laughs> From up top, uh, you know, uh, kind of stressed me out a little bit. It was kind of a midnight nudge, you know, but uh, I'm thankful that our leadership was like, hey, just, yeah, all good. Just make a correction, you know. So, and Joe, uh, that was probably know, the 1,000th. That was probably the 1,000th <laughs> midnight p- nudge that, that someone here at Freight Waves ha- has sure. gotten over the years. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, a mistake here or there uh, doesn't matter if, if, if you have the volume, right? Doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. And I was posting again, you know, the next day. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you do, as you know, look, I'm speaking right now to leadership. If you have employees there that uh, and they make mistakes, nudge them, but don't beat them up. Encourage them, you know, encourage them to break things. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, that's look, that's the only way that we got through the pandemic was everyone was willing to break things. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, and and. You know, if you 
if you get stifled and um, you know trying to be perfect with everything, you're just going to have and you're, you're going to be you're going to have a lot of anxious energy. You're not going to get you're not going to be innovative. You're not going to be convincing. Uh, you're not going to lead people where you want them to go. So um, uh, you know leadership and encourage your uh, organization. Post often on LinkedIn uh, and talk about uh, talk about how you solve problems and and. It, you know, literally enlist your infantry. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's free marketing right there. Absolutely. It's free it is. marketing. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's really your, your ex-military. So the infantry, but that is, it's infantry, right? And then you come in with the, 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 the marketing, the, the media, the, the, the publications, right? And that's your, I, I don't know, your error. Air, I, I'm, I'm sure you could do a much better analogy, but you know that's your air support, right? That is where the the, the bombs are, are dropped. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, and and it doesn't have to be indirect fire either, right? It can be targeted. Uh, <laughs> yes. that, I, I, it's funny. I went when I went to sign up for the, you know, went to this MEPS and sign up for the military. I joined right after September 11th, and um, you know, I was 22, and you know, just kind of screwing around with college. I mean, you know, it was, it was like, yeah. you know, perfect opportunity for me to, for me to do something like this uh, uh, and certainly warranted after September 11th, but uh, went and, you know, you, in the army, you can go, you can go pick your job, right? You can, it's, it's mm-hmm. one of the, it's only one of the services you can pick your job. And uh, we had this, uh, you know, this uh, sergeant sitting across from me and was like, Hey, you know, we've got this forward observer role and you can kind of, it, you know, the, the idea here is you go in and you, you're, 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 uh, you, you go in sort of behind enemy lines and you're looking at direct targeting capabilities. And then, you know, uh, you know, you're watching this, you know, this video that the army's got, you know, this, uh, this hyper-targeted missile and it comes in and it's like, it, it, it just blows up just that one room of the, of, of the, of the building, right. Just that one mm-hmm. room. Um, I passed on that job, <laughs> so I, just, I decided no, that's 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 uh, it's not for me. Uh, ended up in uh, ended up uh, doing some other things, but um, uh, uh, but you know when you're when you're working with an external partner, uh, you should be able to have targeting capability. Uh, you pick the right audience, you pick the right partner, uh, and uh, you know just like you know. If if an, if it, you know our external partners, if they do display advertising with us, if they are looking for uh, looking for uh, to talk to the trucking community, you know we only send their we only you know position their ads to to our trucking content. So you know targeting is important too. Um, but like, as you said, yeah, you've got you enlist your enlist your personnel to to be to think like an owner, right? Uh, and to be uh, uh, to, to to be on LinkedIn often and uh, as a complement to your external partnership, right? So and mm-hmm. I, I think one of those one of the ways to do that is encourage your people. You know, we're all self interested in, in in a lot of ways, right? And and appealing to your employees' self interest is you need you know no matter what else you do in life, you need to build your personal brand, and you can use LinkedIn to. Build your personal brand as you're building our brand, and we're both going to get value out of it. I think that's a good pitch for uh, leadership and and senior executives to to really mobilize that that infantry to go out and and, and do that is by by showing people the the value of a personal brand. 
Yeah, absolutely. You are. And, you know, all those things, uh, you know, we, we've got a, we've got a, a, a senior guy at Freightways leaving to get to go to another organization and post that on LinkedIn. And I, I noticed that, you know, he was you know, talking about bittersweet and all these different things. He's a great guy. And I noticed there was like 200 comments on underneath his, you know, underneath his, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his post. And it's, it's people that are former employees of Freightways. It's people in the industry that he's met, you know, um, it's uh, LinkedIn is an opportunity to not only build brand equity for your organization, as you're saying, it's brand equity personally, right? And yeah. and it, it is the it is the it is such a great platform uh, to build relationships. You know, one of the things I didn't know, Kevin, coming into this, I had no idea how small the transportation industry was, right? Like I had no idea um, it's, it's until small. you know. I'm, I'm, it is very small, and uh, and so so yeah, it, it 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 it's a no brainer to utilize that as a tool. Yeah, uh, you know, eight hundred billion dollar. That's just trucking. I think it's one point two trillion uh, annual, and everybody knows everybody. You know, it's, it's, it everybody is really knows. weird. It, it, it does. It does. Yeah. Um, before we leave today, Joe, give us your look at 2023 and your advice or your philosophy of of how marketing should should operate and, and kind of whether it's a strategy or whatever comes front to your mind. Yeah. So one of the things I, I would just leave uh, both marketers and leadership with is you invested when things were great. Do not throw away that equity that you built by being by getting into fear about things that you really don't know. And we do not know what 2023 is going to bring. We don't. Um, don't get trapped in news stories. Don't get trapped in, uh, you know, a lot, let's just call it what it is. A lot of those news stories are, 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 uh, are clickbait. Right. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, it is. I mean, it's just, it's like everyone, everyone, it, there's, it doesn't take a lot of talent to be doom and gloom. It doesn't, it, to predict that things are going down, that's easy. Um, just be careful about where you, you know, for me, every day I've got one, I've got two sources that I go to that I, that I, you know, have uh, decided, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at my market and financial information from these two sites. They're, reputable and, and all of those things. So don't get, don't get uh, trapped into a panicky mindset. Um, if you invested heavily, um, if you invested uh, moderately uh, in 2022, 2021, remember, remember to uh, continue that investment in some capacity um, and empower your people under, you know, in the organization. Uh, those are the those are the things that I would just kind of leave uh, you know marketers and leader you know leadership with is uh, you know CEOs uh, continue to build relationships with your marketers um, don't uh, uh, you know don't don't continue to uh, have the same expectations as you did before partner with your you know leadership partner with your marketing shop uh, work together build a relationship with each other that um, that where you're both in unison uh, com- you know communicate continually with each other even if you're a work from home environment or you know there's travel going on or whatever uh, 
continually c- communicate with your marketers, set, set clear expectations. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, last thing, just again, don't get panicky. No reason to panic. I mean, there, there's we're going to go into a, maybe a recession, maybe a bear market. We might already be there, right? So if we're already there, sure, I see no reason to panic. I, I, I see a loose market and, and, you know, I mean, it's not going to be last year. You know, it's not going to be 2021. Uh, but the sky isn't falling. Um, and, it, it is. and again, this this is the, the, the best time to go out and be aggressive when everybody else is scared. Um you know, I, and it's time to really saturate the market because this is, you know, if you look back in the depression, if you look, you know, what Warren Buffett says, you know, it's time to invest when blood's in the street, right? Everything's on sale right now. Everyone's on sale and everybody's gone home. And that's the way you should, you, you should view it and go out and, and, and uh, grab territory, grab territory from your investors, be aggressive. Um, this is the time to do it. So that's just, my advice right there, because um, all that ground, man, when the bull market turns, you're going to be in prime position to really capitalize on it. So, and that's when the real money is going to be. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, Joe, thank you so much for dropping by here. Um, put that coffee down, talking about marketing and sales in the freight world. And our listeners out there, if they want to talk to you, how do they find you on LinkedIn? How do they email you? How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Joe Hendricks uh, with an X, H-E-N-D-R-I-X, uh, Freightways. Uh, my email is jhendricks at freightways.com. Uh, I've been in marketing for 15 years. Uh, I, uh, I understand our ecosystem. I understand how to be successful at Freightways. Uh, so if that's something that you're interested in, in talking and having a thought starter kind of conversation on, reach out to me for sure. Thank you very much. And to to everybody out there, that wraps it up for this. Put that coffee down. You can download this podcast wherever you download your podcast, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever it is. And please give us a review and also hit the follow button and follow us and you'll get every episode that we produce, whether it's live on TV, Tuesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern time on FreightWaves TV or our special audio only real podcasts um, that I'm going to be doing more of in 2023 because it's going to be a down market and I am going to go out there and saturate it uh, with that. So, um, you know, just uh, rate us, give us a store, give it, well, actually give us five stars, but um, yeah. And they'll wrap it and <laughs> until the next episode. See you then. No, you don't.